Hello, I'm one of your hosts, Tamia, and this is the Amber. Welcome to our weekly podcast, Everything is Everything, where we will be discussing literally everything. From finances to love to college life and goals. Be sure to stay connected with us by following us on Instagram at Everything is Everything Podcast. So on today's episode, we'll pretty much just be introducing ourselves and asking each other a series of questions just so our listeners are able to get a feel of us. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get started. You ready? Yep. All right. So question number one. If you could bring back a musician from the dead, who would you bring back and why? Um, I'm a huge Biggie fan, so I would definitely bring him back because I feel like he really was talking about some real stuff in his music when he was relevant. Him and Tupac, but I'm a fan of Biggie more than Tupac. What drew you more to Biggie than Tupac? You said what? What, drew what made you, more you to him? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I think it's just the simple fact that I was able to remember his lyrics easier <laughs> than Tupac. I don't know why. And then after watching the movie Notorious as well, that was really like sold me. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Yeah. So what would one of your favorite Biggie songs be? Big Papa. Okay, I like it when you call me Big Papa. Hands down, that's my favorite one for real. <laughs> So my question for you is, if you could master any skill right now, what would it be? If I could master any skill, mm, that's tough. I think I would want to master like putting together a computer mm-hmm. or like a phone or making something in some type of electronic. Like, I just feel like being able to put something together that's uses electricity like I think that's cool like you know having to figure out like if I put this wire to this wire it'll spark everything up or if I put this wire to this wire it won't work at all so I feel like that's really a skill that people have when they develop these game systems and phones and stuff Mm -hmm. so that's something that I would like to develop yeah I would have never guessed that would be your answer (laughs) I just think that's cool like just electricity man because it's always evolving stuff like that so like or electronics are yeah, for the most Technology part. is always evolving. How about that? Mm-hmm. If you had to lose one of your five senses, which would you give up? Which would I give up? Um, hmm. I love to listen to music, so it wouldn't be my hearing. I'll just go with taste. Really? Yeah. You wouldn't want to taste anything? Yeah, I'm okay with not tasting it. I think, you know, I'll eat more vegetables and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you look at it like that. Yeah, but like, I mean. I mean, I'm a touchy type of person. You are. And so I wouldn't want to lose that. And then I wouldn't want to lose sight because. You want to see stuff. Exactly. Okay. And then I feel like hearing, like I love to listen to music, so I wouldn't want to lose my hearing. Okay. Uh, understandable that was different i didn't think that you would say taste but smell i love i like candles yeah you do I so love and you always want to smell good you like i just always want to smell good so exactly so i would have to definitely get rid of taste okay. i would be a healthier person <laughs> i'll even go <laughs> vegan if, if i lost my health taste as well <laughs> yeah so what motivates you to keep going every day I think what motivates me to keep going every day is there's a world of opportunity out there. And I just want to experience a lot of different things in life. And I love to travel. 
And obviously, you can't travel if you're not, you know, on your A game. So traveling is something that I just want to do. So I would say traveling motivates me and just being the best version of myself. Mm. So, you know, the ultimate goal is to become a nurse practitioner. Yeah. So I feel like that is just you solely helping people and helping people get better and reach their full potential when it comes to the health side of them. So I just think me being able or when I see that final goal of me being a nurse practitioner and me realize, you know, if I have one of the sickest patients, turning them into, you know, at the healthiest they've been or just even getting better than what they were. That is what pushes me every day, just to know that I have that opportunity to change somebody's life, whether it's the patient, whether it's their family, or whatever the case might be. Mm -hmm. Knowing that I have that opportunity is kind of what keeps me going every single day. Okay. Okay. So, question for you. What three items would you take on an island and why? So, like, you can only take these three items, and this is how you're going to survive. Um, I would definitely take my phone. You know, so I can have... I, I need a charger, too. So, I guess that's two <laughs> in one. Well, you can get the phone case with the charger. Oh, but you got to charge that. the charger. Oh, okay. And then... Um, so, I have my phone in the charger. And what else will I take? Huh. That's a good one. Maybe a car. Okay. <laughs> so, I can get out of there. <laughs> I got the phone and charge a car. That's all you need, though, because you got yeah. the car. So now that you have the car, you can take the car to go to work. And now that you're making money, you can take the car to go to work to go to the bank. To oh, It's just so much you can do now with I'm the car. get out of here. No, with for those three things, <laughs> that simple. Because I don't know if I would be able to make it on island. You know I don't like the heat. All right. Wait, so. What? I'm using how you the go- GPS and I'm getting up out of there. I'm what like, how are you going to get off the But it's an island, so where are you going to uh, drive? You're going to have to put the car on the boat. <laughs> okay, at least I have access to the car for help. And I could send somebody my location like, this is where I'm at. Look, this is crazy. you going to find stranded. a ferry? A ferry? Yeah, you know what that is. Yeah, the little boat thing. Yeah, that you put your car on and drive yeah, you I'll over. Just have to, that's what I have to do. <laughs> I'll have to phone a ferry. I'll get on Google and look that up in a heartbeat. <laughs> Okay, okay. Okay, so my question is, what do you want to be known for when you leave this earth? One legacy that I want to be known for is being some type of motivation slash mentor to people. Mm. So, I don't know if you know, but I want to be an activist too. Yeah. I want to be an activist because I just feel like, you know, there's so much that comes with it. And just, you know, you don't see too many people that are activists but when I see activists and I hear them speak it's like no matter what the case might be it always touches me like you'd be like dang they, they they just sound like they own it like they understand everything that's going on in their community so I would say a legacy is just you know solely motivating people or being some type of motivator slash mentor somebody that people look up to a mm-hmm. leader and whatever that aspect may be so that's kind of how I want my legacy to be like when I die I want people to be she was always like there to help and you know she was selfless Mm -hmm. so yeah so what activist do you look up to what's his name killer Mike he is my favorite I never heard of him he oh my god he went crazy when George Floyd died like when George Floyd died he was in Atlanta and you have to look up his Instagram and YouTube but he is like 
the stuff that he says, he just went in on CNN talking about they have to stop reporting the negative things because that is what they do. They report a lot mm-hmm. of negative. But I just love him. Like, he is so motivational. He makes you really want to, like, look into it. Like, I like Killer Mike. Yeah. Okay. So, if you could travel, if you could time travel, would you do it for the past or the future? So would you go back to your past and try to change yourself? Or would you go to your future to see what it holds for you? Um, at this point where I am in life right now, I would want to go to my future. Because I do have time to not get discouraged. You know, mm-hmm. with being in college and I'm just like, I'm doing all this work. Is it really worth it? Like, what am I really going to be? What's the end goal in the end? Like, even though I have goals, it's just like, I'm working hard. Am I, is it ever going to be achieved? Am I ever going to get to where I want to be? So I would love to see, like, okay, it's going to happen. And right. hopefully that'll be my motivation to keep going. Okay. Now. So kind of like seeing a sidekick? Because mm. I have a friend that, like, sees a sidekick. Mm-hmm. And she believes, like, what the sidekick says. And personally, I feel like I would be scared to see a sidekick. Me too. I wouldn't want to know what... I don't know. I wouldn't want to see my future. You wouldn't want to? I feel like it would be scary cause, to me because what happens if I'm not what I want to be? And it's like the total different direction. Yeah, I didn't think of that. But, I mean, if I'm not what I want to be but I'm still successful in some sort of sense or, you know, like... It worked out, but in a different direction, mm-hmm. I would be okay with that. Okay. That's understandable. Yeah. <laughs> That's understandable. I, I, I can get with it. So what would you say is your muse? My what? Your muse. Source of inspiration. Isn't that kind of like the motivational question? Um, I feel like this more towards like creativity because you do a lot of arts and craft type things. So what is your muse? Like what is your inspiration when you sit down to like, okay, I'm about to do um these Christmas balls, I'm gonna make t shirts, I'm gonna do all of these mats and stuff. Like what is your inspiration to do this? The money. Uh, <laughs> like I don't think there's no other if ands or buts to, to it. It's the money that comes behind it. So, like, yeah, I mean, money is the motive. Obviously, you know, money is not everything in the world. And I don't want people to think that because they have money, they're wealthy. Because, like I told you the other day, some of the richest people, what did I say? It was some of the um, poorest people. Or, I forgot. It was some, I got to look at that quote again. But basically saying, like, some people are so rich that all they have is money. That was the quote. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know... I don't want to be that type of person. I don't want to have all the money in the world, you know, and then not have the personality behind it. But what does keep me going when I am crafting and doing all that type of stuff solely right now in my Mm -hmm. life is the money because I'm chasing the bag. Yeah. So that's what I would say is my muse. Um, So if you could have any question on earth that you just want to know, like anything answered, what would it be? Like, anything you've ever wondered that you couldn't find on Google, that your parents couldn't answer, like... Am I doing this life thing right? <laughs> <laughs> am so, I doing it right? Am I am I getting this? Okay, so who would answer that, though? That's the answer that only can come from God, okay. so I don't know. I guess that's the guy to ask, then. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Sheesh. The struggle to become a better human being. It's hard, but it's worth it in the end. 
Yeah. So, if money was no object, what would you spend your day doing? If money was no object, I would probably spend my day traveling. Going to see. See what the world, <laughs> see what's out there. That sounds like you. I would go everywhere. I would take my little trip to the West Coast drive. Take my drive to the West Coast. I would go just anywhere that I could go and just see what's out there. See the different things that the world has to offer. Hmm. Okay. That was a good question. I kind of like that one because I don't think people think about it like that. Like, you know, because we work so hard every day and it's like. But what you, are you working for? I don't know. Yeah. You're working for money. Just so, like you said. Like, I mean, even though money isn't the only objective when you are working hard. Mm-hmm. That's one of the main things because it's just like I'm working, but I'm not getting anything out of it. So yeah. how am I going to survive? So, yeah. That's true. A lot of people are stuck on the money aspect of life. Yep. A lot of people are. Okay. So if you could change any law, what law would you change and why? Hmm. I'm not too sure about laws. You know, I don't look into it too much. To know enough about laws. Mm-hmm. But I mean. So that's a hard one. That's a really hard one. I would have to look into it. And see like what laws. Really are just like hindering black people. From getting to where they need to be. Mm-hmm. I would change any law. That has to do with that. <laughs> yeah. Like anything that has to do with suppressing our. Our growth and success. I think a law that I would change. I know like. I can't give like, I can't recite the law word for word, but a law that I would change is the use of marijuana. Mm-hmm. Just for the simple fact that you have some states that have it legalized, you have some states that don't. And I just feel like at this point in 2020, almost every United States citizen have probably used, been, or seen somebody using marijuana at some point in time. And I don't know. There's so much research behind it, but I kind of feel like they're starting to become more pros than cons to it. Mm-hmm. So I think that I will uplift the marijuana law and I will also uplift it for people who sell it. Because it's not like we're selling. It's not like we're, but it's not like, uh, you know, people are selling it for, you know, it's not like it's crack or something like that, like heroin. I think alcohol is worse than weed. I do too. So that's what I don't understand at all. But I think cigarettes is the worst of it all when it comes to health. Like, you know, what kills you faster? I think uh-huh. it'll be the cigarettes. Because mm. people will get on them cigarettes and they be so addicted. Like, you can't drink alcohol while you're at work, but you can go smoke a cigarette. You can drink alcohol while you're at work. Says who? Uh, You ain't never heard of people putting a little splash of this and that inside their coffee in the morning? <laughs> no. You never heard of that? Okay, no. so I had a drugs and human behavior class. And they were saying, like, corporate America, you know, white collar jobs alcoholism is becoming a very big issue because it's so easy to just mix it with something and keep it pushing, you know, and you'll never really smell it on your breath because coffee is so strong. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's really easy to hide like alcohol in the workplace. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, I just learned that last semester. Now so. I'm curious to know if these little nurses I be working with when they be talking about, I got to get my morning coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you think they be out here throwing it back. No, for real. I'm curious. I'm going to look at them now like, "Mm, that's more than coffee because you're too ready to get to it. Yeah. That's crazy. I've never thought about it that way. Mm -hmm. I just learned that. Like, people do that. And it's crazy. 
So what is your favorite family tradition? My fam, my favorite family tradition, I guess this will kind of be hard because we don't really have like traditions where we do certain things on a certain day. Mm-hmm. Um, But one thing I do like to do is putting up the Christmas tree. Okay. So it's not really a tradition, but it's just something that me and my dad are always done. Um, you know, putting up the Christmas tree and, you know, putting the bulbs and the whatever you call the little stuff on there. I don't mm-hmm. know what it's called. But um, that would probably be my favorite because it's just something about the Christmas spirit. Yeah. It gives you it. Even if it's no snow on the ground, it's like, you know, my Christmas tree is up. So now It's I, very comforting. Yeah. I think doing Christmas decorations is like, it makes the house more warm and comforting mm-hmm. to me. Like, I you know think them. like my favorite family tradition, we go to the movies on, th- on not Thanksgiving, on Christmas. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we go to the movie theater. Usually like my mom's like, oh, we just had Thanksgiving and we had leftovers for weeks. So we'll have like chicken wings and nachos we'll have that type of stuff for christmas dinner Hmm. and then we'll go to the movies that's cool see i've always wanted to do stuff like that but like my parents aren't into it yeah that's my favorite thing to do that's cool i kind of like that when i get when i have my own family i do want to set certain traditions so like on like you said on thanksgiving if it's like you know, we all can't eat till everybody's there or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, we all have to wear the same color or, you know, yeah. whether whatever the tradition might be, when I think of it, like, I just want it to be something where my kids look forward to it and they're like, we do this every Thanksgiving. So yeah. I know, like, I have to do this. Like, it has to get done. So I do look forward to doing that. Yeah, I want to be consistent with um taking family pictures when I get older. Yeah. That's one family tradition that I want to have, like, Okay, for each season, we all know, like, we're going to dress alike and we're going to go out and take family pictures. Because I feel like my family, we don't take family pictures. I can't. I don't think we've ever taken family pictures in our house at all. Yeah, and I want to have them hanging around in the house. Like, I really want to just now take we got pictures, pictures, but they ain't family pictures. Oh, yeah. Ours ain't either. <laughs> okay, so what teacher would you say inspired you to, like, keep going with your education and to, you know, just want to keep being, like, learning, and, like, why? Okay, so when I was in high school, I had a teacher, my psychology teacher, Miss Kaiser. I had AP Psych, and I did terrible in that class, <laughs> which is amazing because now it's my major. But I had AP Psych, and she was so patient with me when it came to, like, learning everything. And she just told me, like, I have to be kinder to myself basically that's one thing that she definitely taught me like it's okay like this is an AP class but you have to be patient you're not expected to always be perfect when it comes to schoolwork. like you have an opportunity to do better so she was very helpful and then I think at the end of the semester I got this little award most improvement because <laughs> she know good and well I had a little f all the, the whole entire year but the end of the semester came around I ended up with a c even though I did not get the AP credit, I still improved a lot. And, right. and I went on to college, and I've been a psychology major ever since. And so that's really been helpful. That's cool. Yeah. So what trend do you wish would come back from a different era? Trend. Yeah, like fashion trends, anything. Like what do you wish would come back? Mm. This is real hard because I kind of really liked the 2000 era with the grills and the baggy Ooh. clothes. 
But I also like the 90s era. Yeah. So, this is real hard because, I mean, I feel like a lot of things come back, but they come back in different ways. Yeah. So, like, you know, women are starting to wear rompers again. And I feel like that was something. Do You do see guys wearing grills again now. Um, I can't, I, I can't put a target on a specific trend, mm-hmm. but I can just say, like, overall, if I could redo something... I probably want to redo the t- probably the nineties, like the late nineties, yeah. early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Like I would want to redo that little section of the era or whatever. I feel like that would be dope. Like so, from ninety five to like two thousand five, mm-hmm. those ten years, I will. I would like to be a teenager during that time to experience that trend. Yeah. I would try probably choose that era. Okay. Okay, so what do you want to be in life? Like, what is your dream job? I want to be a therapist. I want to open up my own practice. And um, honestly, I you know, if there were no, you know, regulations or anything like that, ethical laws, I would strictly only counsel black people, mm-hmm. to be honest, like black families. Because I feel like black people, our mental health has been neglected ever since. You go back all the way to slavery yeah. we even when we got put on the boat and shipped <laughs> all the way here like our mental health has always been neglected and so i feel like we've always been taught to just survive exactly to make the best out of taught. any situation yeah we've been taught to just like suppress your feelings and be strong on the outside so that way you don't get used and abused by the mm-hmm. system and then you come home and it's just like you still get that tough love mm-hmm. and black people just we just never get a break we're we never get a break as long as we're living that's true but i also feel like i feel like with our generation more mental health is becoming more aware people are becoming more aware of it i should say and i feel like with our generation we kind of take it a little more serious to where generations prior like, my parents, they don't, you know, if I was, like, not saying that if this was to happen, but I think that if I was to tell, like, my grandma or something, like, you know, I'm I'm battling depression, like, I'm really depressed or whatever, they wouldn't know how to handle it mm-hmm. for the simple fact of, you know, because it's always, you know, survival out here. Everybody's just trying to stay strong and, you know, just making sure that, you know, nobody sees them break down. Like, you know, they just want to make it seem like, yeah. you know, everything's always good. And it's like, no, it's life. Exactly. Like, my grandma, I know one thing that... She has a hard time doing is saying that she loves me. Like, even though I know that she loves me and she knows that she loves me, she always says, like, I just feel like there's something I don't have to say all the time. That's like, how my parents are. I'll say, Grandma, I love you. And she'd be like, back to you. Like, she just, <laughs> she don't say, I love you too. Nothing like that. I could call her up, say, Grandma, I'm having a hard day. Like, today, mentally, I am just drained. And she'll be like, girl, please, you just need to take a nap. You'll be okay. <laughs> like, she takes it so lightly. But I'm just like. That's not okay. Yeah. It's not okay at all. That's just... It's something that I can definitely say in our generation is being broken. I mm-hmm. think for sure. I think it's getting better, but it's also going to take time. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely going to take time. I think so, too. So, uh, what song will you never forget the lyrics to? It's a lot of songs out there, but I don't think that I would ever forget the lyrics to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thirsty to answer this. This is a good one. I like this question because you know I love music. Yeah, so you know my favorite is T.I. T.I.P. So obviously, you know, what you know about or what you know. Um, 
motivation ASAP. Uh, whatever you like, I'll never forget those lyrics. Won't Joe Biden? Listen, <laughs> I will never forget like Sierra's song. So what? Mm. Uh, her song Crush. I will never forget those lyrics. It's so many songs that I could just say that I don't think that I would ever forget lyrics to. Yeah, I just it's certain, especially like songs back in the day. Yeah, I good might throwback. Yeah, like I might forget the song. But once I hear the song, the lyrics just be there, like, all the time. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, yeah. I don't... It's a lot of songs out there. (laughs) I just... I just want to listen to some music right now. (laughs) Okay, so you kind of answered the next question, so I'm going to go to the next one. What made you want to do a podcast? Honestly, you know, I was just asked to do it. And I feel like it's something, like, outside of my comfort zone because... My entire life, I have always been quiet. And I feel like I am very knowledgeable when it comes to a lot of different subjects and different things. And I do have, like, I have something to offer. I have something to bring to the table. It's just a matter of finding the confidence to do so. So it's just like, right now, while, you know, I am in the midst of discovering myself and learning to just, you know, really embrace who I am as a person. You know, it makes it more comfortable. It makes me more comfortable and it makes it easier for me to just be like, okay, I'm going to just sit down and do it. Just be myself. Mm-hmm. That's all it is, is being yourself, giving the world the knowledge that you have. And then, you know, just having fun with it, rolling with it. Yeah, what made you, know? you want to do a podcast? I like to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's Run your mouth. <laughs> you just want to sit and run your mouth all day long. But I just love to talk. And like you said, you feel like you're knowledgeable and I feel like I'm knowledgeable and I feel like there's a lot of things in life that I haven't been through, but yeah. there's also a lot that I've witnessed and seen others go through. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm young. I'm only 23. So people will be like, well, you're too young to understand this, this, and a third, or da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, yeah, I might be young, but at the end of the day, I'm still very knowledgeable of your situation, no matter what age it is. Just because you're 40 or 50 having credit problems doesn't mean that I've never had credit problems at 23. Exactly. Because truth be told, I started my credit card at 17 years old. So that's a, you know, a few years to be going through credit and trying to keep it up. But it's just, you know, I feel like I have a lot of knowledge on a lot of different situations and on a lot of life, like life learned situations, like things you learn by experience and by the things you do. So I just wanted to get it out there because I just feel like people be having questions and they don't know how to handle certain situations and it's like, sometimes it's just, you got to hear how others will handle it. Yeah, I most definitely agree with that. I also feel like people always come to me to confi- confide. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, and then in the end, they're like, you are very wise. Like, even though I'm 21, I am very wise. Like, I know so much. I wouldn't say I know everything, but I know a lot about this is how people work because, you know, I am into psychology. Right. So I am real big on, like, self-care and mental health and things like that. So... I do research. I'm going to learn about this stuff. I know I know a variety of everything, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I could really talk about anything. That's what makes it easy to do a podcast, too. Because right. I can sit down and talk about anything, literally. And then when you do podcasts, like, you might learn from me as well as me might learn it from you. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we get to see each other's perspective on certain situations. Like, you know, well, how do you feel about this? Well, I feel this way. And I'm like, ugh, like. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's okay, though. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> Okay, so what is your funniest childhood memory? Child, I was so bad. Mm. Mm. 
I think my funniest, it might not be funny to y'all. So my grandma, it was always me, my cousin T, and my sister Jill. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother, she used to show favoritism to some. I wasn't one. So she used to, <laughs> I felt like she really hated me. And I think it's really crazy as how close we've gotten because as a child, she was really mean to me. I don't think she realizes it because when I bring it up, she just act like she's so surprised. Mm-hmm. But she was really mean to me. So um, I always like to burp. So, you know, burping get on old folks' nerves. Yeah. So one day my grandma had this little Astro band. <laughs> so we <laughs> we in the band. She took us to Burger King. She loved taking us to Burger King on Wednesdays. Ugh. So she got her little Whopper. We getting our little food. So I always got a slushie. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the car. I'm like, yeah, y'all can burn my ABC. <laughs> Being nasty. Being yeah. nasty. Like now that I'm older, I would never do this. I'm scared to have kids. So I'm in the car, burping my ABCs. We riding around the mall. So this is back, I think it was still LA Airs. It might have been Airs or Macy's. Mm-hmm. So my grandma got so mad. She stopped the car. She said, if you burp one more time, I'm going to kick you off this car. So I'm like, all right. So I just burped. She kicked me <laughs> off the car for real. So I, I'm standing there. She literally kicked me off the car. She drove around. She came back and got me. I was so mad, but I just thought it was so funny. Like, now that I'm older, I'm like, she really did that. Like, and I was just out there just burping, just showing my little butt. Mm, now you on the street looking crazy. You better put that thumb up. No, bro. You're going to have to hitchhike. <laughs> Would you rather go to the past and meet your ancestors or go to the future and meet your grandchildren? I would say I want to go to the past. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I'm scared to meet my grandchildren, but for the simple fact of I want to hear those stories. Like I want to hear what these people actually went through. So, like, for example, if I was to go talk to my grandmother, she would probably be able to tell me about, you know, some of the civil rights things that she experienced because she was born and alive during that you know decade and that era but like you know I want to go way back like I want to go back to how we got our last name how you know um what made y'all come over to the United States if y'all weren't from the United States you know how did you meet this person and just how everything happened like what did you experience growing up in this type of thing like was it always race for y'all did y'all battle a lot of racism like you know I just want to know it all. So I think I would go back into time mm-hmm. for that aspect than to go into future because, I mean, I'm going to meet my grandkids one day. So let me go meet the people I won't ever have the chance to meet until we go to heaven. Yeah, so just be patient. Wait to go. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, that was the last question that I have for you because you kind of answered my question. Do you have any more for me? Uh, Yeah, I got two more. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, would you rather have more time or more money? I would rather have more time because, you know, they say time is money. Mm-hmm. So, with the time, I can make the money. Right. So, I'd rather have more time added to anything. Makes sense. And perfection comes with time. So, yes. And when you perfect stuff, you get more money. So, with that being said, more time. Okay. <laughs> so my last question is, if you could spend one day with a deceased family member, who would it be and what would you do? Ooh, that's like really, really, really hard. Wait, it's actually going to be really easy. I think I know for a fact that I would spend my last or a day, a deceased member that I would spend the day with would be my brother. For the simple fact of 
he never got the chance to even, you know, walk or really breathe on this earth. And from my knowledge, I was always told that if he was alive, it wouldn't be me. So, um, you know, I kind of just am always grateful for even having this opportunity if that is the case. So I always wanted to get to meet him and, you know, just see what he was about. Because I've always wanted a brother. I click with guys more than I click with girls. So I just feel like our bond would have been like a really, really good one. Like that brother, sister, protective, like love, really hard bond. And I've always wanted that. I always wanted a brother. So I would choose one day with him. And then, I mean, whatever he would want to do is probably stuff that I would want to do. So like whether it was going to like football games, basketball games, going to the club, going to restaurants, going hiking, going on boats, traveling, like I'm very open-ended on the things that I do. So whatever he would want to do, I think that I would just do it just because I'm able to even be in his presence. Mm. So I think, well, I know, I should say, that's who I would want to see and spend my day with. And what we would do would really be limitless. Like whatever we're able to accomplish in the 24 hours that we're given. That's amazing. Thank you. (laughs) So that's all we have for you all today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you all... We're interested and excited as we are to come back next week and see what else we have in store for you all. Um, Next week, we will be discussing being raised on love versus being raised on survival. Oh, and I'm very excited to talk about that because some people do not understand the difference. Yeah, it's a major difference. It is, and you can see it in people, but that's the conversation that we will have next week. So thank you guys for tuning in. And don't forget to follow us on IG at everything is everything podcast.